You're listening to Mind Your Own Business Podcast, Episode 7. On this episode, learn the parallels of athletic coaching and business coaching and talk to our special guest, Clint Blinka. You're listening to Mind Your Own Business Podcast. So welcome everyone to another episode of Mind Your Own Business, a guide to driving success and balancing life, a chance to get real life learnings from actual business owners, executives, and business leaders who have actually, you know, been there and done that. So I'm joined always by my amazing co-host, Mary Ellen. Hi, Josh. Good morning, everyone. Hope everyone's having a great summer. So uh, how was your weekend? It was great. I was outside quite a bit this uh, weekend, as you can tell. Got some sun. Yeah, you got a little bit of tan there. I also got back into running because, you know, I've been trying to get back in shape. I've right. got a Florida trip, so can't be frumpy. <laughs> well, you know, being that athletic type that you are, what uh, did you do any sports or anything back when you were in high school or college? I, I ran and okay. then I also played softball. I was the catcher. I don't know how I, I just have to put it out there. I've, I've watched um, women's softball. Oh my gosh, that is that is intense. I see those pitching, I see the running. That that is like some serious some serious athletic ability right there. I think, you know, just in general, just some of those women's athletics I've watched lacrosse and I've seen softball. It is intense. Yes, it is. I was an average player, so don't get too excited. <laughs> <laughs> when it came to batting, usually everybody worried that is she even going to get a hit? <laughs> well, I mean, I just assume that, you know, because I feel like, you know, in those women's athletics, they really put their blood, sweat and tears into that. I mean, it's, it's really hardcore. And I don't know if that's because they have really good coaches that are really motivating them and kind of really, you know, pushing them to be their, their best. So, um, I mean, you're, you're in the loop when it comes to, you know, leaders and, you know, how they kind of make business references to sports. So do you have any idea what they're talking about? Cause I'm starting to hear this correlation between business and sports and coaching. So, you know, what, what are your thoughts on that? I do. And there is a direct correlation. In fact, it's one of those known analogies out there that business coaching and coaching a sport are so similar. And there's great reasons why. Because you really do have to be, for me, that coach was that GPS, okay? He directed me in the direction that I needed to go. I had to make the effort. I had to set the goals. I had to be focused and always moving forward. And the same thing happens in business. You know, we have phenomenal business people out there, no matter what level, whether they're succeeding or struggling, there's always that room for improvement to get to that next level. And that's really where I see the correlation in coaching with athletics and business, getting to that next level, pushing yourself every day to do something better than the day before. So you think even from like a managerial position all the way up to a CEO position that there's always room for that kind of coaching and improvement? Definitely from your employees all the way to your executives and then even your own business owners out there. Excellent. All right, Mary Ellen, that's a perfect setup for our guest today. We're pleased to welcome our guest, Clint Blinka. Not only is Clint a business coach, but he was also a collegiate track coach. So who better to speak about, you know, why athletes have an athletic coach, but you know, not everyone actually thinks they need a business coach and why athletics mirror business in so many ways. So Clint, welcome to the show. We are so glad to have you. Welcome, Clint. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Josh and Mary Ellen. It's uh, great to be here and, and excited to uh, visit with you guys about this. Excellent. So, so Clint, why don't you give us a little 
you know, background about kind of where you, you know, came from, from collegiate, you know, coaching into the, into the business world? Kind of give us a little bit of background about that. Absolutely. Uh, my background is in coaching and teaching. Um, you know, I've been in, involved in athletics all my life. And after my competitive career, uh, I began teaching a team leadership class and coaching at the high school level for a few years before having the opportunity to return back to Sam Houston State, which is my alma mater, as an assistant track coach and recruit, recruiting coordinator. Um, and I had the privilege to spend six years at Sam Houston working with some phenomenal people and athletes that accomplished some amazing feats. Uh, however, as my three young boys started growing up and my wife's business started taking off, uh, I decided that I needed to be home with my family a little bit more often and more available to them. Uh, but I still wanted, uh, still had that passion to be involved in coaching and helping people uh, and working with people their best, and that's what's led me to this point with the growth coach. So, Clint, what really attracted you to coaching in the first place with athletes? But, well, I think that started a long time ago. Um, you know, I was very fortunate to have some amazing coaches uh, throughout my career and throughout my life. Uh, started off with my dad uh, way back in, in the early years in, in junior high and high school. Uh, was actually one of my coaches and, and someone that I've always really looked up to. And that continued into my college career with uh, the head coach there at the time, Curtis Collier, uh, who continued to have a very positive experience uh, in my life uh, and in college. And I always remembered how great and how awesome it felt to have a coach who truly cared about you and was invested in your success just as much as you were. Uh, and I always felt like I was called to return the favor, so to speak, and uh, try to provide that same experience to others. Excellent. Well, now, Clint, we know, you know, getting into, you know, coaching, whether it be with athletics or business, you know, sometimes you kind of have those those pitfalls and those those mistakes as you, as you learn and you grow and you kind of get better at it. So, you know, what were some of the rookie, quote-unquote, mistakes that, you know, that maybe you might have made as a coach? Yeah, well, there's uh, certainly mistakes made early on and, and still continue, but uh, I think some of the, the rookie mistakes uh, that I learned early on was, um, you know, trying to, to fit everybody into a particular system. A lot of coaches have an idea uh, of, of a system that they want to incorporate people into, and uh, what I soon learned is that that's not always the best solution or the best way to go about it because every athlete, and every person is so different um, based on what their training is, um, you know, what what could be geared specifically toward their strengths and weaknesses for that individual to see the best results. So, um, you know, I certainly learned that uh, you, you do have to cater some things um, to each individual in order to get those best results based on themselves. Um, you know, and I also learned that coaching is certainly more about listening than talking. Uh, you truly have to listen to the people that you are coaching and hear what motivates them and what they are ultimately trying to accomplish. Uh, you can't truly begin to help or coach somebody successfully until you know all the details about them as a person, what motivates them, um, what are they trying to accomplish, and, and what the best route to help them accomplish that would be. Excellent. So, so I guess what I'm hearing is you feel that it's – a much better option for coaches to create specific programs and uh, specific options for each individual, you know, a, uh, a certain way of training one athlete or one, you know, business person could be, you know, different than what the other person needs. 
Exactly. Yes, I, I, that is uh, that is very very true statement. Um, you know, in in athletics or business, um, you know, people are motivated differently, and they have different strengths and weaknesses. And and uh, you as a coach need to be able to understand that person in order to to help them move forward and continue achieving um, what that goal may be that the person has set for themselves. Clint, now that you're moving from athletics to the business world, still coaching, um, why do you believe athletics parallels business in how many ways? Uh, Well, I think athletics parallels business perfectly because the ultimate goal is to reach the highest level of success with both individuals and teams, regardless of if you're in an athletics arena or the business world. Uh, the goal is to seek continual improvement in pursuit of becoming the best version of yourself and producing the best results for your team or your company. Um, in addition, in the sports and business world, you must face and overcome challenges, adversity, conflict, teamwork, uh, and, and also be able to handle both uh, successes and failures at some point. So I think what you're able to learn and do with an athletic uh, is the same type of things, um, just with it being in a different arena. but Uh, but the similarities uh, are staggering. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with Clint Blica. Mind Your Own Business is sponsored by The Growth Coach. The Growth Coach is a franchise organization that's comprised of business coaches from all over the globe that focuses on business and sales coaching for small to medium-sized businesses. These coaches help guide the success of business owners, managers, and sales teams primarily in a group coaching format. Thanks to The Growth Coach. All right, and we're back with Mind Your Own Business Podcast and our special guest, Clint Blinka. Uh, now, Clint, you were just kind of talking about the parallels between business and athletics. So what are some of the key learnings in being you know, a track coach that can be applied to business? Yeah, I, one of the, the greatest things um, that I've learned is that you have to stay positive. Uh, it's amazing how contagious a positive attitude is. Uh, or how destructive a negative attitude can be, um, both within a, a particular athlete or, or a particular worker, uh, or with the whole team. Um, and many times, those aspects have a greater impact on the result than the technical aspect or, or the event itself. Um, and that may be the most important thing I've learned, uh, because it carried over to every aspect of your life, from business to personal. Um, if you want positive results, you must have a positive attitude, not just some of the time, but all of the time. That's great insight. So what are some of the opportunity areas um, that you experienced with your athletes that you saw when it had to preparation, planning, and goal setting um, that you're now seeing today with business owners? Good question, Mary Ellen. Um, We always provided our athletes with the opportunity to not only set goals, uh, but review them with the coaches and evaluate their progress on a regular basis. Uh, And it always amazed me to watch the goal setting process come to life and see the impact that it had on each of the athletes and the team. Uh, And the same goes for the the preparation and planning aspect of it. The goals they set uh, would not have been attainable if we didn't plan and prepare accordingly uh, to accomplish those goals. And the same goes with businesses, uh, business owners, and employees. I think it is absolutely imperative that each owner and employee has a set of goals. Um, the trick is having goals that align 
So each individual is attaining that their goal while also accomplishing the overall goal of the business as well. Uh, and this is de definitely an area that I noticed that can be a struggle from for some of the business owners um, that I've spoken with, is many understand the importance of goals, but don't quite understand how to best plan, structure, or utilize them um, with them and their employees in order to uh, get to get the best results. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. I'm looking. I'm thinking back to you know when I was in high school and I was on the tennis team. Uh, I hated, you know, that my coach would set these goals for me. He gave me this sheet. They had all these specific marks that he wanted me to hit. All these goals that I had to hit. So I had to be in the gym, you know, twice a week. I had to be out on the court, you know, twice a week, up to five days a week, you know, practicing. And it was. It took so much time, and I was a teenager, and I wanted to go hang out with my friends, but I knew doing this was what was necessary to be on the varsity team. And I remember my junior year of high school making the varsity team and being able to you know, go out with these guys that I idolized, that I looked up to for so long, and being at that level. But the only way that I got there was because I had that coach that was pushing me, that was you know giving me that list, and when I wasn't meeting those goals, you know, he, he was, was he was delicate about it, but he definitely held me accountable. And I think that's, you know, one of the biggest, you know, keys in this is I had that person to hold me accountable. Clint, to Josh's story, it kind of takes me back to business owners as well. Not only athletes are reluctant sometimes to follow a coach, but so are business owners. So how are you overcoming that? What are some of the things that you do um, that really help you form that relationship with the business owner? Yeah, and that is certainly a good question and something that, you know, we face a lot as business coaches. And I think there are two main reasons why some business owners or leaders, entrepreneurs, so forth, are a little reluctant to coaching or the idea of business coaching. And the first reason being that utilizing coaching might indicate that they are struggling uh, within their business or maybe just perceived to be struggling uh, within their business by others and, and not all uh, you know not, not everybody wants to, to want that to seem so um, and while we can certainly help those people who are struggling with businesses who are struggling I think that uh, they're also failing to realize how instrumental a coach can be to already very successful businesses um, and a great way to think of it is to turn on the TV right now, and what is everybody watching? Everybody's watching the Rio Olympics. Yeah, and uh, and uh, and coming from a track background, I'm certainly getting ready for the track portion to start, so I'm glued in. But but for good reason, you know, where else can you watch the greatest athletes in the world compete in just about every sport on the planet? However, if you if you think about all those athletes, what do every single one of them have in common? Right, they all have a coach. Yeah, that is a coach, and uh, and sometimes numerous coaches, sometimes more than one to, to work on different aspects of whatever their, their sport is, um, and that should be all the proof in the world that coaching works. Um, you know, Michael Phelps just became or, or is the most decorated Olympian of all time, and, and yet he still sees the value in coaching because of the accountability, the motivation, the idea sharing and the value that it brings to his success is immeasurable, and, and being the most decorated Olympian of all time still utilizes uh, coaching. Um, and to, to continue on that, the, the second reason uh, that I see some reluctancy to uh, business coaching deals more with, I guess, the entrepreneur mindset of 
uh, you know, the, the business owner, the entrepreneur is saying, you know, I want to do it my way or I want to do it on my own. Um, and I think in these cases, uh, they just don't fully understand that business coaches and the growth coach specifically, um, we don't want to tell them how to run their business or exactly what to do, uh, but a, a good business coach wants you to continue doing it your way, so to speak, but, been, but can help you become uh, a more productive and effective version of yourself. Uh, you know, the uniqueness of each business owner is one of their strongest assets. And as a coach, I want to help continue developing their strong assets, but also look at ways to improve upon maybe some of their weaknesses um, so they can get their total business improving. Well, just like athletes, I mean, how do you convince a business leader who has a lot of confidence that they could actually benefit from coaching? Right, and, and that, that is a fantastic question and something that we look at often. But again, uh, the most successful athletes and teams in the world, every one of them is utilizing coaching. Um, and also you can see there's more articles, uh, kind of there's a, a more common knowledge about business coaching, and more and more the most successful business leaders in the world are beginning to utilize coaching, and you can't deny those results. Um, you know, I would also be willing to bet that the majority of people listening uh, could look back on their life and identify at least one time when a coach had a positive impact on them or helped them achieve something difficult uh, or maybe motivated them to try something new. And, uh, and I challenge anyone to take a minute and think about that from the time they started walking up until today. Um, and the vast majority of people have had at least one coach that impacted them in a positive way at some point in their life to help them improve and help them to become better and help them to succeed or achieve whatever it was. And if that's the case, why not continue utilizing a coach today to get those same positive and continued results that you got previously? Time once again has flown by, or in this case, raced by. So Clint, really want to thank you for all of your insights, but also would like to ask you for all of our listeners out there today, what are two takeaways from this conversation that you believe are the most critical when it comes to coaching? Uh, well, well, first, Josh and Mary Ellen, thank you for, for having me today. It's, it's been a pleasure, and, and sharing these uh, great ideas is always fun. Um, but I think two takeaways or two, two points that stick in my mind is uh, that success is achieved in the same manner, whether it is in the athletics arena or the business world. Um, what it takes to be successful is the blueprint for achievement in all aspects of life, from business to personal and everywhere in between. So I, I think it is imperative to gain a true understanding of the people you're working with. Um, whether you are a coach, a business owner, leader, manager, or employee, the more you know about your team, the more success you will have and enjoyment you will see. That is really, really good insight, Clint. Um, well, I mean, Mary Ellen, not only am I inspired to get some coaching, but I think I'm inspired to probably put my lightsaber down and go do something athletic. <laughs> you going to start running again? Well, we'll see. <laughs> Maybe. If I'm being chased, that makes it a little bit easier. <laughs> so everyone, thank you so much for listening to our Mind Your Own Business podcast. And thanks again to Clint Linka for joining us today. If you'd like more information on Clint and his business in the Woodlands, Texas, you can check him out on www.thegrowthcoachwoodlandstx.com. You're listening to Mind Your Own Business Podcast.